Peace and praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Discernment Amongst Youth podcast. I'm your host, Antoine. And I'm your co-host, Nina. And today we're going to be discussing struggle. What is struggle? Is it good? Is it bad? But before we get into our topic, we just wanted to say we hope everybody is doing well during this quarantine uh, during this COVID-19 crisis um, We hope you all are safe and sound And healthy um, So let's get right into it So I'm here with my co-host Sister Nina And we're going to start out by Asking this question here What are some Misconceptions about struggle When you hear struggle What comes to mind And uh, let's have it Well I can say for me starting out, struggle was a misconception for me. And I think I was basing it upon how it was used, of course, in church. Um, struggle was more so connotated, like, in a bad way. So, in other words, if I see a person, or if let's, let's use myself, for example. If a person sees me struggling with some form of behavior that we know biblically to be, you know, wrong or not good um i would be pronounced as struggling mm. when you know so it almost came off like i'm i'm losing i'm not really doing good so when i first had heard it connotated that way it it kind of just resonated with me and i began to form my opinion about it i guess around that situation gotcha. so um, when I would even refer to myself as struggling to others like peers or if I'm just talking to someone, I would use it in a defeated way. I would use it as if if my week was just horrible, if I didn't do a good job at denying myself that week or if I just did what I wanted. You know, not like going crazy sinning, but I'm saying like if I just was like, man, I'm just doing, I ain't praying like I want to, I ain't reading. It's like right, right, right. I'm struggling, man. Right, you know, right. that would be the way I used it. You know what I mean? Yes. So it was almost like a defeated thing. Like, man, I'm struggling. And even with the people I would talk to, you know, my peers, it was used that same way. Gotcha. So it was like it was understood between us without having to say, like, yeah, we didn't have a good week. That gotcha. means we struggled. But if I had a good week, I didn't struggle. Right, right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So that's sort of how it was for me. But now it's, it's not the same anymore, of course. No, no, no. Actually, uh, I mean, sort of similar here. I mean, I can attest to that as well. I think for myself, hearing struggle, I'm using it loosely as well. But, of yeah. course, reading the definition or really understanding what struggle is, I would say my preconceived notions about or my misconception about hearing struggle, I automatically attached it with being defeated. Right. So with that being said, whenever someone said, oh, I'm struggling or... Man, times is hard, man. I'm struggling. I always, I mean, you know, you automatically count somebody out saying, yeah, exactly. oh, man, he's struggling or I'm struggling, so I must be doing something wrong. But um, the struggle is good. We know yeah. struggle is good, especially if you're actually making strides or efforts to um, do those things that are right, um, especially in this case with us being saints. So I think, yeah, struggle is definitely not what, <laughs> I thought it to be in my mind. Um, but I guess based off what you were saying about, I guess, the individual who 
saw somebody who was like, okay, they struggling. Oh yeah, they struggling. You know, it's like right. But I, I think even with that, like, what made them say struggle though? Because even when we, because it sounded like they went off of parents. I mean, the parents. Right, right. So I mean, what? Well, you know, that's that's a human uh, trait anyway. Man looks on outward appearance, and sometimes they don't even know all that's really going on. But of course. Sometimes it's, it's it's enough. It's enough to make a judgment call, or it's enough to make an assumption that right, right. this person is dealing with this because you see it, you know, because right. you see the fault. And I mean, I think that's a struggle. Well, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's true, but you know, true. it's it's it's. I mean, I'm not making an excuse for it because mm-hmm. obviously it's not an excusable thing. But it is a natural reaction to when we see flaws, when we see different things, but. You know, being in church, it it, it, just, it has drastically changed because, and I think I like what you had said earlier um, in a conversation we had, it's almost like encouraging now mm. that I can say, you know what, I struggle. Like, I, I'm aware of my flaws. I'm aware of where I lack, but I struggled. Mm. I didn't just give over to it. I, I contended. I fought. So... Now it's it's more encouraging. It brings about a different mindset. All right, cool, cool. No, so that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right, so with all that being said, right? Yeah. Now, so here's the definition of struggle. Now, I kind of combine two definitions because, okay, you know, you like Google, what they both said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Google just sort of gives you the surface. Yeah, meaning of what struggle is but anyway struggle is to make a strenuous or labored effort to use great efforts to labor hard to strive to contend as to struggle to save life to struggle with waves i'm sure they're referring to the sea right to struggle against the stream mm. to struggle with adversity wow now this is the key Oh, this is what I really enjoyed about looking up the definition for struggle was the synonym, which was to fight. And I think for me, that shed light on struggle. And I think that make that puts struggle into context, too, especially, um, like I said, if we're actually putting forth an effort when it's so easy to bow out right. with whatever, you know, with 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 whatever that is, um, I think for myself. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna look at struggle ever the same. Not just based off the definition, but just actually putting things in context, um, and also thinking about things from a day to day. Because every day mm. we have choices to make. Yeah. Especially being saved, and of course we're young. So, um, and not that old people don't struggle with stuff. I don't want to put that out there, sure, but sure. we know that society is definitely geared toward the young. Even more so now with the internet and all that good stuff. So, um, so let's hit the first point. So, prayer. Prayer. You want to start off by telling us what about prayer you find tough, or what about prayer do you find yourself struggling with? Um, I definitely, definitely one that comes to mind right away is the denying myself part. Mm. It's like. Like well, I'll be totally transparent actually. Um when it comes to prayer, it's like I'll put it off, right? 
Yes. Because genuinely, I really don't feel like it. I really just want to sit here on the couch. I just don't feel like moving. Like, it, it could just be that simple. Like, I don't feel like moving. I don't feel like doing anything right now. I'm not. I'm, I've decided not to pray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course, that's that's God in your mind saying pray anyway. That's the Holy Ghost. Because we know the devil is not going to say. Absolutely well, you should not. go pray right about now. <laughs> so, I right, right, right. think that's safe to say. That's definitely the Holy Ghost prompting you. Pray, you know. And I think that self-denial aspect is something that I've, I have to contend with. with we, we all do. But I'm just speaking for myself. Um, definitely a big one. And there's been times where it's like, I'll say within myself, man, I'm struggling to pray. And then I would like have to backtrack and say, you know what? I'm really not struggling because I have just not been praying. Mm, right, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And there's exactly. there's those phases in my life where I'm literally just not, I'm choosing not to do it. So, so. Yes. No, I was going to say, so with that being said, right, I think, I think for myself, I want to definitely speak from personal experience. I think for myself, being honest I think being honest is very important in those in those uh, situations because I don't think that's struggling at that point. Right, right. right. Like that's, that's not my struggling. Point. That's, that's I, my point. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think for for a long time, I think uh, well, I would say when I first received the Holy Ghost, of course, and uh, of course, born into the church, whatever the case is, um, that's so easy to attach. To my laziness or to laziness, just to say I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, when you be honest, I think when you're honest with yourself, it's kind of easy. I would say it is easier to attack the the issue at hand. I, I believe attaching the struggle aspect to it, especially when you're having conversation with someone, and especially if they're telling you about how they're prospering and how they <laughs> had a. Uh, they had a, they got a touch from the Lord in <laughs> yeah, prayer, yeah, or they're yeah. talking about how man, I'm just enjoying prayer. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And sometimes, you know, that guilt complex can mm. kick in. And I think when that guilt complex kicks in, you feel the pressure. Or I was saying, times past, I felt the pressure to share my experience of where I'm just totally abandoning prayer. As a whole, it has nothing to do with me. Ah, man, I was praying today, and the enemy was fighting my mind. But right. it was like, nah, my flesh just didn't want to get on my knees. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to, like you said, yeah. sit on the couch or <laughs> wallow in bed. So I think I, th- I think I think that's dangerous too. When you you're pretty much lying to yourself at that point. Yeah, exactly. you, you know, you deceive yourself, and you're not even really telling yourself, like, look. I need to get up off my butt and pray versus, of course, blaming it on struggle. Uh, You wanted to add to that? Yeah, because I think that's so important. And that's something I'm just literally learning. It's so important to address the issue that's happening. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just within yourself, it's like, it's something I'm really, it's really like, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's something I'm really becoming aware of that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Mm. So... Every warfare, every type of kind of warfare you find yourself in, it's literally spiritual. Something spiritual is happening. And when you can recognize, like, all right, look, right now, <laughs> I don't know if laziness is a spirit, but we would call it a spirit yeah, <laughs> for the yeah, example. Yeah, but, <laughs> look, the spirit of slothfulness is just upon me. Yes. And, Nina, 
you're not you're caving into that really you are allowing that to dictate how you conduct yourself and that push you back under the law and i'm not, I'm not going to go into the into that but i'm just saying when you when you can begin to decipher that okay i'm catering to my flesh and whatever level it is i'm right, look right. nina you're catering to your flesh is that the life you want to live you know what i mean right, you right. can then you can combat you can make that choice to say you know what i'm gonna go pray anyway because we know it's available Absolutely. you know what i mean we know that it's available um yeah, to add on to that too, I was gonna say, um, I'm still, I'm, of course, I'm learning that the struggle is good too. Yes. The struggle is good. I'm sorry. To, I mean, I know it sounds, it can sound silly sometimes, and it sounds like it doesn't make sense. But the struggle brings something out of you that you didn't really think that was there. Mm-hmm. And I think even with that, right. It's rewarding after you yeah. decided to deny yourself. And it's like, look, I'm praying today or I could pick up my cell phone and text whoever all night. Or I could pick up my cell phone or I could go out with friends or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be um, over prayer. So I think for myself, I think after getting on your knees, praying and laboring, that rewarding feeling when you do get that answer from the Lord. Yes. Or he, you know, or he, uh, or he comes by and gives you a touch, or it's just that peace that you feel after mm-hmm. getting on your knees. Um, there's nothing like it. So I think that feeling of not wanting to pray and doing other things to fulfill that void, yes. that prayer, or whatever it is, that thing that the Lord is drawing you to do. That's where you begin to see not only yourself. But you 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 see the Lord respond to your your willingness to do what you know to be right in that moment. So um, I, I will say currently right now uh, yeah. the struggle <laughs> the struggle is beneficial. You know, struggling is beneficial only when you're fighting back. Of course, right, right. when you're fighting back against the force that's pushing against you, it's 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 nothing like it. And I, um, I was gonna say too, it made me think. Um, it's um, the mindset or or knowing in your mind or knowing within yourself that you actually chose God over yourself, mm. that is rewarding in itself. Yeah, yeah. I th- at least for me, for me, that point alone is rewarding. It's like, wow, I made the proper choice. Yes. And it brings you, gives you a little bit more confidence to do it again the Absolutely. next time. Not saying that it won't be any less of a struggle, Absolutely. but. Right, 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 right. You think about it, you know, when you made that choice yesterday, and it's like, you know what, I'm gonna keep this going, and I think, you know, it it boosts that confidence. No, absolutely. Um, also, too, you're strengthening your low, you know, you're strengthening your spiritual muscles. Absolutely. So I think when you begin to, like you said, like the next day or the next week, that doesn't mean the struggle or struggling to do those things are gonna is gonna be a lot easier than before, but to a degree. Over time, it will. Yes. Um, I think after making that constant choice of choosing Christ in every moment, um, you begin to you begin to rely on that source so much more. I think after a while, when you find yourself in a consistent place or being steadfast, and you begin to give over to that feeling of not doing mm-hmm. the things that are pleasing to the Lord, 
you feel it a lot more than when you were lazy. Because yeah, when you're lazy and <laughs> when you're lazy and you're trying to pray, or you're lazy and you're trying to do anything that's beneficial to your spiritual life, it doesn't feel as bad. Like I said, that's just, that's kind of like the state that you're used to. Yeah. After you're lazy, sitting, not doing what you know to do. Uh, I think for myself, I'm learning that that resistance is good for the spiritual man. And without the resistance, I mean, you know, like without the resistance, it's it's, it's not a, it's, you know, it's not a struggle really. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it, it takes struggle away. I agree. Um, okay, so with that being said, so we pray. You know, we. We talked about the prayer part. What about reading? Do you find reading and the struggle to read and the struggle to pray um, equal fight? Or do you find it, do you find yourself doing one more than the other? And if you do find yourself doing uh, one more than the other, why is that? Why do you think that that's the case? Well, that that's actually a question of mine. Why is it sometimes it's, it seems, because I, I go through both. Yeah. I deal with both. It's like, um, some some phases I'm more prone to pray versus read as much as I prayed. Right, right. Um, not that I really, not that I really. Um, what what, what is the word like? I don't really. Not that I really like keep track of myself like that. But right, sometimes right. you know, you just notice it. Like you know, just recently, like a few weeks ago, I think it was like I was just in my word, in my word, in my word. And I was I was praying, but it wasn't as much as I was in my word. Right, right, right. And it was like. It's so, it was such a struggle to pray versus read my word. It was like, I would pray and then it's like, That's interesting when I would come that. to read my word, it was just like, man, it just feels so easy. So with that being said, like, do you, I mean, I think it's a tough question. I don't think there's like a a stamp on, oh, this is the answer. You right, must take right. the answer. But um, do you think reading should Make praying easier, do you feel? You know, it's it's I don't have an answer. I really don't have an answer, but of course I've heard people say like, you know, um I think something along those lines, like, you know, it goes hand in hand pretty much. Right, right, right. I've heard but, of course. Um and of course I don't disagree, but I, I still haven't come to know why I have those lopsided moments where it's like Wow, I'm just reading, 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 but I like pray once today, or you know, it's like, or I, I don't know. I just I don't have an answer for it, but I definitely have deal with it like a lot. No, so I can say the same for myself as well. Sometimes I find myself <clears throat> praying more than reading, uh-huh. and I think after a while, I, well, I would say for myself, I think it's a. This is me. I believe it's a spiritual imbalance. I would say because. You have to pray. And, of course, we're supposed to pray without ceasing, so we don't want to throw it out the window. But we know there's a form of prayer where Jesus gave an example to his disciples that, you know, you pray on this wise, our Father, so forth and so on. So there is a place where we need to set aside and we get on our knees and go before the Lord. So I don't want to uh, say that we don't need to pray without ceasing because, of course, we need to do that. But um I would say I would say I'm still I'm still in a, I'm still at a place where I'm finding that balance to give myself give myself over to reading and prayer and finding that perfect balance to mm. to give time to both. Um, I will say I do find myself praying more so late late at night, mm-hmm. and it seems like throughout the day I'm reading or I'm constantly meditating 
on the scriptures. And, and meditating is a form of prayer. So I mean, but I think too, um, uh, it speaks to your schedule as well. That, that's true. Because that's we're true. constantly making adjustments. So I'm speaking from a, a housewife perspective, um, where I mean I'm not at work for from eight to five. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I'm not on a computer. I'm not having to do this. I, I, yeah, I have to take care of our our, our child, but. Right, right. Which, of course, is, the, some would say, a job. But, you know, I guess I'm saying as far as having most of my day within the home, um, a lot of times I really do. I'm finding that it's, it's life Life is just, you have to adjust. Absolutely. When it's I true. first got out of high school, when I was in high school, I, I, had the Holy, I received the Holy Ghost 15 years old. And I had dedicated myself to praying, I remember, at 2.30. Mm. And um, it just so happened that I would get home off the bus pretty much by 2.20-ish. So it gave me time to go to my prayer room and be there for 2.30, which is like the quality time. It's not, you know, prayer is a state of mind. Absolutely, absolutely. So you praying throughout the day, you driving, praying. You you know, you just walking and you just start talking to the Lord sometimes. But that quality time, that would have been my 2.30. And so then when I finally graduated and I got a job, Hmm. well, I started working during the day. So it it was it, it it I had to adjust. I had to find a new time to spend time with him without feeling guilty. You know, it's like, like well, <laughs> life, you know, you I have to adjust. Simple <laughs> right. as that. So now I'm finding myself out of out of high school. I'm working. Now I don't work at all. When I first got married, I had to adjust again. Absolutely. And mind you, I'm in a whole new place. I'm in a I got, we am, I'm in my own apartment now. I'm in, you know what I'm saying? I'm married now. So I'm in a whole nother area to me. And I'm trying to find out, like, where am I? I don't even know who I am anymore. This is this Not is me, me having a pity party. But The struggle is I, real. <laughs> literally. Struggle. But once I found that adjustment, I adjusted. Then started having children. And I got to adjust again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just think... That, that comes with adjusting as well. Sometimes absolutely, absolutely. What you do more of is could be just because of your your schedule. You working, you know. And I, I think you know. I think I don't think the Lord is looking at us like. I don't think He's looking at us like you know. Why didn't you pray morning, evening, and night? Oh no, sure. you know. Some people no. just some people. I, like one um, young person told me, my time, my 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 time I spend with God, I've designated it to be. During the evening, mm. so it's like you know, it's a relationship. It's, Absolutely, I can't sit here and dictate. You ain't prayed this morning, you know. Yeah, we should acknowledge him first, but I'm saying I can't dictate when you ought to spend that time. Or no, nah, I mean, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, I don't disagree <laughs> with anything you said. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I think that's right. That's like the purpose of the conversation is to um, find that balance. Like, Definitely. where, what do I do when? I find myself not being able to do those things that I know I ought to be doing. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in total agreement with you. Uh, are there is there is there anything you find yourself struggling with when reading? Yeah, uh, actually, I didn't talk to all that, and then I forgot why I really was talking. But uh, <laughs> sometimes, um, it feels like uh, you go through a feeling of like, well, I, I've gone through a feeling of. Like man, I don't feel like I'm getting anything. Mm. Um, uh, which faith, faith, you know, we we are we are people that we want our senses satisfied. We want absolutely. our absolutely. 
you know, we want it satisfied. And a lot of times through reading, it's like, man, I don't even, sometimes like not understanding that it can be a conflict. Yes. You just reading and you like, look, I, I just don't feel like it's a purpose because if I don't understand it, why am I, how, why, why would I read something I want to say? You know, exactly, you kind of exactly, just, exactly. it's all kind of conflicts, honestly. It's all kind of conflicts. No, 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 I, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you. <laughs> when um, it comes to that. I would say, <clears throat> you pretty much hit on it. I think that's one of, I, I don't want to see, yeah, I would say for me, let me, let me speak for me, of course. That's probably the the number one struggle with it for me when it's time to read because I love reading the word. Right. That's one thing I can say I, I love. I enjoy doing that. And what's what is that? What is that? What the struggle? Yeah. The struggle is that wanting to understand everything yeah. you're reading, and I think not that I want to. Uh, of course, I would love to know everything, but we know that would never happen. Uh, the word of God is just too vast for that. But. I'm speaking to whatever you're currently reading. There may be something that stick, sticks out to you, and you're just wondering, like, man, what is the writer talking right, about? Right. And, of course, we understand meditation and prayer and seeking the Lord to reveal his word right. to you. We know that's a must. I'm just speaking to the struggle in the moment. Yeah, of course, of course. And uh, sometimes when I'm reading, or sometimes, oh, I will say for me, also, when reading certain books, Mm-hmm. Chronicles, people. If mm-hmm. if you haven't read Chronicles and you get to the genealogies, my lord, I'll be ready. I'm back the last times, and I've I've been like, all right, this is time for me to find another book to read. But like I said, uh, after you find yourself pushing through that feeling of this is not benefiting me in any kind of way, I don't see how reading this is strengthening me spiritually how it's even enhancing me Mm -hmm. spiritually but as soon as you continue to press over that feeling like i said that rewarding feeling when you finally do get something or you find something that sticks out and the light bulb comes on it's the best feeling ever and of course i'm still working on that with being patient when reading and uh being prayerful as i read as well but i think that's the number one struggle for me is uh, not being in a hurry, I will say that. Mm. Not being in a hurry. Yeah, I know it takes it, it takes time, and I think even with knowing things take time, yeah, it's still yeah. a struggle to <laughs> be in that moment of waiting. I'm like, man, I gotta wait. But and I think too, um, I remember uh, talking to an individual, and they were saying they were along the same lines. Like, I just don't feel like it, it's it's kind of feels pointless to read. Mm, that's right. And I remember saying to them, um, well, I think that's when faith kicks in because you, you, you're you trusting that just like your natural food nourishes you, mm-hmm. um, you're trusting that the word is going to, is nourishing your inner man. Even though you didn't speak in tongues and you didn't go off and you didn't run around, you're trusting that. You're, you're trusting like this is food for my spirit. That's right. That's and right. I'm like. We gotta we gotta flip the script and right. not be so confident in our flesh, you know what I mean? And really show bring some of that over there to the spiritual side mm. that God is true. You know why does God have to have a question mark on Him? You so know what I mean? I, I mean, it. and I'm That's not it. saying there aren't question marks because we don't know God and He's He's great. <laughs> he's I mean, just. What you, what you want? measureless but but i'm saying we know what's written we have what's written and we know that this 
is going to help us and help us grow. So that's kind of what I was pretty much saying to her. Like, you have confidence when you eat. You don't even think about it. That's right. That's right. When you eat that Chick-fil-A sandwich, you don't even think about it nurturing you. Yeah, you just hungry. That's what you chose to eat. <laughs> and you go about your day, you know. So it's like, why can't we look at the word like <clears throat> trusting its effects? No, nah, I, I, amen to that. I know um, even going back to what I was talking about uh the being patient mm-hmm. when reading. Now that's something I'm learning to discipline myself to do is reading sometimes is just enough. Yes. Reading at times is soothing all by itself. Um not even understanding altogether what you're reading sometimes. I think like you said, trusting that what you're reading is getting in your spirit. Yes. And even if you don't understand it, that doesn't mean that the word isn't working to work in you. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So Absolutely, the faith element is very important. I mean, that's all we have when we start, you know, when we talk about struggle. That's literally the biggest thing we have. Right. And if we're not feeding faith, then, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> lost. Yeah you, yeah, you you lost. There's no struggle. There's no fight. You down for the count for the most part. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's, 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 we're in a fight for sure. Um, now I think this the, the, this next point here is probably tough, <laughs> <laughs> probably for your average person. So fasting, fasting, fasting. What's your thoughts on fasting? Like, what's 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 something? What's the biggest struggle? Like, what's what's something that you find yourself sort of just like? Um, Lord have mercy. Well, I can be honest. I'll be honest. Um. The struggle would more so be not really the food. Of course, I'm hungry. Like, that's a given. It's not like not... The the part of not eating doesn't really make me, you know, feel some kind of way. But I think involving all of my mindset, that's Mm. the part where it's like I'm going further than missing a meal. Like, I'm actually... Call, I, I'm actually aligning myself. I'm, right. I'm, I'm getting right. my mindset in a way where I'm aligning. I'm trying to align with his word, his mm-hmm. will. So I think that's the part sometimes when you just really draw your mind in. That's right, that's right. At least for me. That that, that will be the part where it's like, okay, here we go. And and I think, too, when we fast, um, we deny ourselves certain things. Absolutely. Me, I, I personally like to cold turkey mm-hmm. pretty much. I, I usually don't. Usually, I usually don't listen to music. I don't. That's just me personally. I don't listen to music. I won't listen to anything but the word. Usually, well, if good. I that's fast, um, or in times past when I would when I would fast constantly, like just it was a natural thing for me to just fast. I would just try to re- listen to the word only. Mm, that's good. And maybe you know preaching afterwards. But um, I think just drawing my mind and that was that would be the part that's that would be the most struggle for me. I have had times where. I didn't want to do it as far as just, I didn't feel like denying myself. Mm-hmm. It was like, look, I just want to be able to eat because I know I can. Right, right. Or, you know, Absolutely. it's like, I just want to look. I don't want to, I don't know, it's something about fasting that, for me, it feels like you're almost, like, straightening yourself up, if you know what I mean. You know, not like your character or nothing, but, like, it's, it's like, like a- you putting your bootstraps on or, mm-hmm. or you you kind of tightening things up. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you just want to be 
you just want to lounge around. You know, you just want to be lazy. You're just like, I don't feel like all that. <laughs> so those are the two strokes that I've experienced with Esther. So, so we, we, we pretty much are in the same boat with that. Okay. The mindset part of absolutely. I think mindset is doing the fast, keeping your mind in the uh, in focus, especially with 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 uh, whatever you uh, whatever you're fasting for. Uh-huh. I think I find myself. I mean, it's just so easy to drift. Yeah. And. Of course, it's time. It's, it's like you said, the the hungry part. You, of course, you get hungry, but it's times where I don't even find that the hardest part for myself wanting yeah. to eat. You know what I mean? I think for me is, like I said, staying focused, being intentional when I'm fasting, being alert when I'm fasting, uh, trying to walk circumspectly when fasting. And of course, we're supposed to do these things outside of fasting, but we know fasting is a, it's, 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 you know, it's a different monster because you're willingly, you're, uh, you're voluntarily not eating. Like you said, you're stripping yourself of entertainment that you possibly may have indulged in throughout the day. Um, so that, that's the toughest thing for me. Absolutely. It's the mindset. I think you'll find yourself thinking about, <laughs> I mean, just the, just thinking about food can mm-hmm. can sort of uh, <laughs> I mean that alone is is a monster all by, by itself. Like I said, I probably don't want to go eat, but I mean, I'm just thinking about okay at mm-hmm. four o'clock. Yeah, I already know what what I'm laying before me uh, <laughs> after I get off this fast, and I can honestly say I don't think that's that's normal. Of course, we know it's normal that. The flesh wants food, like yeah. the natural man wants food. But at the same time, I think not being aware or being intentional when fasting, that can be that can be a disservice because you're trying to hear from the Lord. You're trying to you're trying to make this flesh suffer as much as possible. Yeah. So I think sometimes when your mind wanders, you're not really feeling that full effect all the time. Don't get me wrong. When you're abstaining from food, yeah, your body is crying out, especially Absolutely. for a great <laughs> while of the day. So I don't want to minimize that. The, you know, that's not a natural, you know, thing that we want. But you, you, you know, no, what I'm I do, I do get, so. I get exactly what you're saying. We're not trying to over spiritualize it. Absolutely to the point where, not. Absolutely not. You know, you leave off the the natural things exactly, like that. That just exactly. that that's not even fair. But I was thinking, like they say, uh, people. When they're fasting, that's the day everybody wants to bring free lunch in. That's or, true. Hey, I, I, <laughs> I can I can attest to that. Everybody. That's the day they bring donuts in. It's like uh, you know, for, hey, free coffee downstairs or or lunch on me today. Yeah, you, you know, you know exactly. So, uh, yes, fasting is just my Lord. Pray for us. <laughs> fasting is uh is is, is something else. Um. Okay, so let's 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 move on. Uh, so let me ask you this: What are why are we why are we not always honest about the struggles we face? What do you think is a a reason for that? Us not wanting to be transparent. And by the way, before you answer that, right? I'm finding being transparent is not. Easy. Oh, I would say at least for me, it's not easy. Sometimes being transparent, I'd be like, 
You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's definitely a humbling experience. Uh, you're you're making yourself vulnerable. Absolutely. And, I mean, uh, whether it's bad or good, the truth of the matter is, you're trusting that individual that you have deposited that information in not to look at you differently. And I think that's something that's real. We don't want to be looked. At, we don't want to be looked at through our flaws. Um, even though a lot of times we look at others through theirs, but that's just the truth. We don't want to be. We don't want to seem uh, any less than mm-hmm. as well. I think. I think that can be a thing. Um, but being honest and being transparent to me are two different things. So if. I'm not being honest about it, then that probably means I'm in denial or <laughs> I'm Tell lying. Me I <laughs> but um if my my choice to be transparent, of course, is a choice. Whether I decide to say, okay, look, this is going on or not, I think is a choice. I don't think you, that's necessarily lying or not being honest, but um I think transparency, like, you know, there's fear there there can be fear of rejection, there can be fear of the fear of man there where you know you're looked at differently or you're no longer received the same so i don't know i think that's some of it uh i have to agree um why are we not always honest about the struggles we face let me meditate on that for a little bit (laughs) i mean because there's just so much yeah um Definitely uh, reputation, of course. I think you you sort of already hit on that with um, people viewing you viewing you differently than they have before. But I think reputation for sure, especially when people are looked at as spiritual giants. Mm -hmm. I think that transparencies can sometimes make them feel that. Whoever that they're, you know, depositing that information into or whoever they're being transparent with may not look at them in the same light. Like, it's, of course, like what you said, but on a scale of people who may be a pastor or a bishop or, you know, a, a, a big name, for lack of better expression. I think uh, usually when people hold positions of power, mm-hmm. it seems as though transparency or sharing struggles <clears throat> may make one feel like they're disqualified from being with you know disqualifies them from being who they are or where they are so um, I think that's probably number one for me how I, I, I feel like people are afraid of sharing scars because of that reason yeah I think I, I would agree with that actually that I think that's a really good point um their reputation. I think it's it's part of our human nature to self preserve as well. So we wanna look good. I think overall we want to look good. We don't wanna look you know, we don't wanna come off too flawed. Mm. I mean I think if you have any reality in you, you know that you're flawed. Absolutely. Like we, we get that we are imperfect. But as long as you don't know too much, I think I can live with that. Absolutely. But when you when you seeing you start to seeing you know what I mean? That's almost like being in a relationship. And, man, that person get to seeing every side of you that's just terrible. Somewhere. You know, you, you almost like, man, I just wish I was in a cave somewhere. You know, because we like to look good. We like to 
we, we like our reputation uh to be definitely that that would be I could personally say that would be definitely something um a reason I wouldn't mm-hmm. I would hesitate to be honest because I'm more concerned about how you gonna look at me now. True. Or whatever. Oh, I was gonna say too, it just came to my mind while you were speaking. Um sometimes I guess depending on depending upon who we're talking to and about what they're talking or or, or what we're discussing with that individual, I think that sometimes not being honest about or acknowledging that we do have struggles about or in a certain area of our lives, I think sometimes we haven't really gotten over those struggles. Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, I can definitely say there are certain things that I wouldn't, I, I, I haven't had, I haven't in times past spoke on based off of me not getting over or being over a certain thing. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like when, once you get over certain things, it makes it easier to speak Absolutely. about struggles. So, um, it's almost like that thing, um, you, you, you can't hold it against me. It's like, I'm free from it. Absolutely. And that's, that's definitely, I mean, I think that's perfect. At least speaking for myself, I think that's perfect. It's like a lot of things that I could share or could be transparent about. It's like, I'm still really insecure about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So, so the thing is too, so how you feel about whatever it is that you're struggling with, you're internalizing that while you're speaking to the person and you know, they're looking for some transparency from you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm not saying you're not obligated to just tell your whole life story. I'm not tr- saying that. But um, in times when we could help somebody, sometimes we're not in position to because, man, our struggles, we still yeah. we still trying to get over really, certain scars. So exactly, that. exactly. So, um, yeah, I yeah, mean, I that, that's that, that's that, the that, reality, you know, of, really. I, and that's why I, that's why I try to say that like I'm speaking mostly for myself, Absolutely. and sometimes for what I've had people say to me because you know everybody has a reason, and I don't want I don't I don't I personally I don't like to put everybody in the same boat, Absolutely. even though we are men of like passion that 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 doesn't change that, but some people don't tick the same way I tick, and why they do certain things could look a reason, but it's really not. It's you know and I think you know people can express that on their own. Absolutely, same same, and I think with that. Uh, being said even to the listeners right now if you all have a perspective yeah. or if you all have any thoughts on the discussion yeah. um, of course our Facebook page the Sermon Amongst Youth you guys can share your thoughts there yeah. we'll definitely be continuing the conversation over there so um, yeah we're definitely not speaking as experts I mean we yeah, yeah we, we, we we just sharing personal experience yeah. or just kind of sharing thoughts just that's all we're doing. So, um, so moving on. So, what do you think some struggles young people face with that maybe older saints possibly don't struggle with? And I'm speaking to what are some vices that young people are young people are typically um, geared toward? I'm not saying old people can't be geared toward, but mm-hmm. just I mean, generally I guess- speaking. I guess it depends on your setting, but I mean, if we keep it church related, yeah. I mean, I think your average, your average um, older saint, they're not interested in rap. Let, let's just say, for instance, they're not interested in. I mean, you know, because it's different levels. <laughs> Once you get to a point where you don't even consider. 
people people you know you you know i think when you're younger you think okay everybody's looking at me everybody's trying to figure me out or something like that but you know once you get older i think that stuff kind of kind of goes away yeah it's kind of like you know you you become more settled within yourself and so i don't think you know i think rap i think you know being like the being in i think that's something that younger people more so struggle with so being popular popular could be a thing or just just fitting in you know like like for instance i'll I'll put it this way like when i we were we wear skirts and it's like walking down the hallways there was just element well yeah when i when i'm going growing up and living my life in high school i wore skirts every day so there was an element where i felt like i stuck out as a sore thumb because i just didn't look like them not that i necessarily wanted to be their friend or wanted to be in the big crowd because I honestly that really wasn't my like lane. I really didn't like to be around a lot of people, but I didn't want to stick out either. You know what I'm saying? So it made me feel some kind of way walking down the. You every day you got a skirt on. Every day you feel different, and it's just like if I can just blend without y'all really necessarily being my friends, then I'm good. So I think I mean I think that's a younger trait. I'm not saying older people don't deal with it in some form, but. Sometimes older people, I feel like I get the vibe. Older people, they just come to a place where <laughs> they just not thinking about all that. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and if and if it does show up, it shows up in a, a slightly different way. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I would say I believe something young people were struggling, young people struggle with that are saved. Um, I think more times than we really like to express definitely peer pressure definitely i think peer pressure is a big one um i think being as you were just stating being the odd man out it's probably an experience that most young people go through whether it be in school whether it be sometimes in some cases even in church in some cases where they feel like they have to compromise to us they have to compromise who they are uh in any capacity just to please the in crowd and i think too that could be that that can that can uh, unfold in so many other categories such as the music we listen to uh the styles that are currently trending and if you don't have these kind of sneakers on or if you don't have this hairstyle or if you don't have this new haircut I think sometimes that can be a stumbling block for a lot of young people especially when you're constantly being told oh you need to be separated from the world you need to look different from uh, your peers and so forth and so on Um, so peer pressure is definitely a big one uh also, uh, certain music too. I'm gonna be honest, 100. percent I think music too. That's a that's a that's a struggle as well. I mean, especially with the with the Christian hip hop, um, especially with so much music sounding so similar to the world's music. I think that can be a stumbling block for some as well because. Definitely. I think we think because Jesus is in it, it automatically counts as 
gospel. Exactly. <laughs> it automatically counts as, uh, as the gospel. And that'll be another subject we talk about sometime down the line, down the line of course. Uh, so we don't want to get too much into that. But, um, And I think just being, just growing up in church, I think that's a struggle as well. I mean, you don't even have to be saved. Just, I think we talked about this offline, where being raised in church and going to school and telling people, uh, well, I can't do that or we can't go there because we go to church or we're in church. And yeah. and of course, people at school and stuff like that, nine times out of ten, they not, they're not uh, altogether relating to that. So you automatically become the... The odd man out So um, Anyways Let's move on Because we're running out of time here I think we got about 10 more minutes So uh, Let me ask you this Why should we be honest about our struggles? Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Um. And it could be Honest about our struggles to self Honest about our struggles to those who may be seeking help uh, With one of their struggles how would you uh, address that? I would say first we should be honest because it's okay. <laughs> and I think when you can understand that it's okay to struggle, mm. like it's it's okay, it's normal. It's you know you're no you're not you know you're not demonized because of it. Mm. I think that's something that for some would. I think it would give a better approach to struggling Absolutely. when you can recognize it's okay not to be okay. And so from there we can process this. And to be honest, honesty for me starts within oneself. Um, as long as I'm lying to myself, I'm going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, I've never seen it where I'm lying to myself, but honest to you. You know what I mean? It just doesn't, you, 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 you speak from what's within. So um, when I'm honest with myself, it may take some time for me to be able to be honest with you, but I'm fully aware this is what's going on. Mm. And that way, I think being able to be honest with the struggles that I'm in helps me to be able to understand how to fight. It helps me to be under- to understand what ways do I need to combat this? How do I contend Cause sometimes it's wars going on and you not e- we're not even really aware. You know what I mean? Like, oh whoa, I'm I'm in a struggle right now and I did I'm not even conscious of it. So it's just going on, it's just happening. And I think that's a part of being self aware as well. Cause there's many struggles that I probably don't even recognize in me yet. Mm-hmm. I say that because there are struggles from time that I, I realize. From being young, it's like, whoa, I've, I've been struggling with this. I've been, this has been going on for Lord knows how long. Yeah, true. But, you know, that self-awareness kicks in and then you're able to combat. You're able to give that thing to God. Mm. And that's important. Prayer is important when it comes to that because he's the one that's going to teach you your hands to war. Mm. He's the one that's going to teach your fingers to fight. She ready. <laughs> no, she kidding. ready. You kind of summed that up, really. Um just to close it out, I would just say um, in a short few words, uh, we should be honest about our struggles because there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I think mm-hmm. as long as you're uh, 
as long as you're working and like you said self-aware of self-aware of what you're struggling with or what your growth areas are i think i think that's what makes struggles or struggling okay when you're aware that it is a struggle or you're aware that i am struggling you can deal with it a lot better i feel i believe you can deal with it deal with it a lot better you can really find constructive ways to get out of the struggle if you catch what i'm trying to say um i think as long as you're aligned to self and coming up with reasons as to why you're struggling or as to why certain behavior is justified i think that's where your struggles pretty much have you at that point so um yeah knowing that that light at the end of the tunnel is nothing but growth i mean i think that's all you that's all you have at that point knowing that hey i'm here in this moment but i'm making strides to get to where i'm going so um i think to be saved that helps mm. you us talking as being saved it helps because we're not alone so it's not like it's all on us it's really he that have begun a good work is going to perform that so that's why we can that's why i'm saying it's okay because we recognize that we have help now we have the comforter that is our god that's the spirit of truth he is the one that's going to diagnose you that's something i pray a lot to though i don't want to self-diagnose self-examination yeah i'm just saying i don't want to diagnose that Oh, this is my problem. It's really not this, but really it's this. Absolutely. absolutely. So that's what that spirit of truth, he comes in and he says, listen, I'm searching you right now. And this is what it is. And that, for me, that's safety for me because I can bank on what he's saying. Absolutely. And it's like, all right, Lord, I agree with you because you're right anyhow. How can I combat this? And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it makes being saved so much. It makes that, that part for me is what makes it so beautiful because I have help. I actually have somebody who... I don't have to, you know, I don't necessarily have to self-reform. Mm. He's going to transform that's me. It. And that's that's the part that encourages me. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. She ready. I got to move this table <laughs> before I go flying with it. <laughs> but, no, that's, that's, that's good stuff. That's it. That's it. I mean. That's it. Who else better to have on your side but. The one that has overcome. Ah, glory. Um. I think that settles it. I mean, I think we had a very constructive discussion. Um, until next time, listeners, uh, we do want to update you all that this this podcast is pre-recorded. Um, but you also wanted to let you guys know that um, next Saturday we have a special guest that we will be bringing on this podcast, Elder Jonathan Finger. And we're just going to be having a lighthearted conversation with him. And uh, we hope you all tune in for that. Um, So the podcast, they will be audio only until we update our equipment. So please bear with us. um, So everything will be audio. But you can listen to this podcast if you haven't already uh, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And also, we will be updating our podcast on YouTube. So bear with us. Um, Forgive us if we sounded choppy doing this podcast. But um, 
we're moving on in the name of the Lord. So uh, we pray you all be blessed. We pray that you all heard something that you can meditate on. Also, we're going to continue this conversation. If you all would like, you could post your thoughts on our Facebook page, Discernment Amongst Youth. If you have any thoughts, any feedback on this conversation, if you want to share your thoughts, if you disagree, if you agree, bring it all to our Facebook page. And we welcome all comments, all concerns. And also, if you would like to donate to support this platform, you can cash at D. A Y O U T H. That is D A Youth. Dollar sign in the front of that. Uh, if you want to support this platform, uh, we definitely want to push out more content in more creative ways. So you all be blessed. We love you all. And we pray that you are blessed in Jesus' name.